Hi everyone, welcome back to episode 4 of Women Industry Insights. Today we have Ms. Isha Gupta, who works in the global health and social impact sector. She's worked there for 15 plus years and she has experienced all sides of the table, from NGOs to the UN system and corporate consulting. She has a broad holistic experience. Um, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Really excited to be here. Um, let's get into it. Could you share a brief overview of your career journey and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, so I actually started my education wanting to be a doctor um, because I had experiences of just working on the ground with people and I volunteered a lot at different orphanages and schools and um, I just had this, I had this desire to just help people and I thought being a doctor and my interest in it is the right path. Um, slowly, as I was going through kind of the initial med school, I had a little bit of a change of heart and I started going into psychology and global, like public health. And then those summer experiences I had in college, working on the ground and at NGOs, just volunteering in India, showed me how if you bring your, if you combine your passion with the right organization and bring like business acumen to it, you can actually not just help like the one or two or three or 15 people you're working with in a school, but you can actually help an entire nation or even broader than that. So that's really what geared me um, wanting to come into this Mm. sector. So you have like a much larger impact compared to like working on a smaller scale at like a hospital. Exactly. Okay. Can you tell us a a bit about your field of work? Yeah, so I, global health and social impact, the way I describe it is just think of maybe what the UN does. So if we start with social impact, think of anything that the United Nations would focus on. And that can range from making sure that people have clean water, they have, you know, equal education, opportunities, they have access to medicines. And then I have focused on the UN Sustainable Development Goal related to health. So it's just making sure that everyone has an equal access to medicines in whatever capacity, but it's focused, my heart is kind of focused more on emerging markets, which means, you know, parts of India, parts of Africa, parts of Southeast, where people don't always have that equal opportunity. Mm -hmm. And considering your background, like as an Indian who's also living in the US, you have that like personal like connect to to working with such people and absolutely I think whenever I've had opportunities to do projects I've I mean I don't this may not sound great but if I have opportunities to work on projects in the U.S. or in more developed countries I my heart it doesn't feel right to me just because I've seen how it is in India and I've worked with people here so I feel like I, my, my passion is more to help people here and, again, in emerging markets. Yeah. Um, so how do you navigate work-life balance or integrate your personal priorities while pursuing a successful career? More generally? Yeah. More generally, I would say, I think that there is... What I've experienced is there's phases of life where you prioritize work or where you prioritize your personal life. And I think earlier on in my career there was no work-life balance. And I think that a lot of careers may start that way. I think the newer generation is changing that because they are very focused on like protecting their personal 
time. But the first phase of my career was very much like go, 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 go. And now that I have, you know, more experience under the belt, I'm able to say that this is what works for me and this doesn't. So now as I navigate the next steps in my career, I don't just look at what my role would be or who I'm working with, but I definitely also look for culture fit. I look for the understanding of, you know, a workday should end by a certain time if possible. Weekend work should be none to minimal. That's not always possible. It's also not possible based on what level you're at, but it's something that I value more now and I prioritize now. Yeah, yeah it's important to maintain like your personal life so you don't actually like burn out, which you may Fully. have experienced like at first, like while you're trying to climb the corporate ladder. Absolutely. Um, I have been burnt out and that's when I was working in consulting, uh, I had no work-life balance. I worked really late nights. I worked on weekends. Um, but I could only do that for a few years. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I have this experience now. I have this name on my resume and I'm ready for the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. So in your industry, um, what are some of the key skills or qualities that you believe are essential to thrive? And what, what do you think has like, had like a key role in helping you reach where you are today? I think in, so at first, I think this is going to maybe sound generic, but I think it is very important for working in the social sector is like passion. It is a very tough place to stay motivated and work because you're constantly working with a lot of red tape and big bureaucracy. So in the UN system, for example, there's a very specific way of how these organizations have done things and how you get work done. Mm-hmm. So if you have an innovative idea or you're trying to do something different and disruptive, while in name it's appreciated, it's very hard to actually get it done. So to constantly feel like you're working against the grain or have a slightly different approach to wanting to do something and it's not it's appreciated but it's hard to actually put in place, you have to be very like persistent. And you have to be like very passionate about the sector. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think working in the sector is like nine to five, I'm in, I'm out, I make money, I'm done. It's like everyone who I have worked closely with is in it because they've had some personal motivation or experience of wanting to like help or because they've seen some inequality or because they really care about whatever focus area they're working on. And for me, that's global health, like equal access to medication and yeah. healthcare. Yeah, I've experienced this at like a lower level, like in school, like trying to make change in sports. And there's just so many levels of like people you have to go through to actually like implement some change and like not disrupt their current system. It's hard to like actually read, like have an, your change, see your change have an impact because it's just not accepted by the organization. Systemic changes, yeah. I think, hard. So it's like, yeah. I think maybe that's what you're saying. It's like so ingrained that they're doing things in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes time. It takes a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, there's the last question. Um, what advice would you give to aspiring entrepreneurs or professionals who would like to um, join your field and do well? So one is if you are getting into it and you're curious about it, uh, spend some time volunteering on the ground and working with people you think you want to serve. I think it's very, very important because in the field and kind of, or sorry, in the industry and where I am now, I'm 
quite far the past few years I've been quite far removed from the people I'm serving on the ground Mm -hmm. so it's easy to get caught up in the politics the bureaucracies the current systems because I'm you know Hmm. let's say the focus changes a bit sometimes the focus changes so when I was like at the WHO it's like I'm sitting in an office in Geneva Switzerland but I'm actually working to help people on a small island in Indonesia but how can I think or feel what they need without having experienced like being with them or talking to them so I think volunteering and working with that part of society that you want to help is super important and um the other thing is, this is more general, but I do think it's very important. I think it's building a community around your work and nourishing that community and just like constantly networking. I think networking can sound very like I'm doing this to gain something in the future, but I think that actually changes a little bit based on your mindset of it. And it's more about, it is networking, but it's actually building a community of people and peers and people you've worked with, people who you're friends with, who are interested in the field, et cetera, because you all learn from each other. Mm-hmm. And as you progress in this field, it's less about just applying to something online. It's much more about talking to a peer or someone you worked with. And they're like, hey, I think this role would be perfect for you. Yeah. And the last few roles I've gotten that have been really exciting, like at Meta and at WHO was actually because people came to me for it. I didn't apply to anything, but it's because of that community I've built in the industry. So it's not just like professionals, also like that care which you develop for these people, you fully. want them to do well. Like it's fully, fully. Yeah, yeah. It's not just transactional, I guess, then at that point. No, and I think maybe earlier on in your career, it does feel more transactional, but over time, it is, you actually just go out for dinner with someone or ha- set up a Zoom call just to be like, how's life? How's work? What are you doing? Where do yeah. you want to be? Not because it's like, I want a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Um, your advice, I'm sure, will really help people who are interested in going into this field. Um, thank you so much for being there with us today. Amazing. Thanks. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Good mm-hmm. questions. <laughs> thank you.